Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Soul Shape Podcast, where we focus on your spiritual fitness, or what we like to call our energetic self-care. We're sisters and the co-founders of Soul Shape, a quantum wellness app designed to make it easier and accessible to find healing practitioners in the energy healing world. We want to have soulful conversations about spirituality and wellness. And whether you're dabbling or taking a deep dive into energy healing, we want to introduce modalities and healing practitioners to you one by one. So it's time to get into Soul Shape. My name is LJ Woodard, and this is my sister, Leslie Bennett. Um, Leslie, what are we talking about today? We're going to be talking about energetic self-care. And before my sister really dives in and shares her wisdom with us, I need you to, first of all, really meet her. Um, I want to give her a little brief intro. She is my sister, and she is an advocate of energetic self-care because it was very instrumental in her healing and spiritual fitness, and her passion is to inspire a quantum healing movement. Would you not agree? <laughs> I would agree. Yes. I think that was kind of a, a life-changing moment for me in regards to losing my husband and moving forward, and in moving forward, I, I would say in my deconstruction of the loss. You know, we went into a constructive mode of how to find a reason to stay on planet. I wasn't suicidal, but I wasn't grounded in being here. Could you, for everyone listening who's new to, some people might not even understand, what do you mean by energetic self-care? Can you define it and what its importance is? Yeah, I think the best way to describe it is to think of, you have your physical body, yeah? And so, but we have the non-physical aspects of ourselves, our thoughts, our feelings, our energetic clouds, if you will. Like some days you feel very heavy, and that could be an emotional, it could be mental, or it could be nothing at all. You just feel energetically heavy. So it's I think of energetic health care as our non-physical selves. Okay. Non-physical selves. If I if I'm someone just still new to this, what do you mean non-physical self? I have my physical body, but what is this non-physical? How can you how can you describe that even further? Even further. Wow, that's yeah. a challenge. You know, I I just think of it. It's if you believe what other spiritual teachers have said, everything is energy. Whether it's okay. my mentalness. That's the energy, right? Mm -hmm. It's my emotional, the way I love, the way I hate, the way I, you know, I feel jealousy, the way I feel envy. That creates an energy field. Yeah. We don't see it. I know there are scientists that are working on mm -hmm. being able to see it. Um, so it's that aspect. It's Have you ever gone into a building and felt like it was creepy? <laughs> you just get that feeling. That's energy. Or someone just walks into the room and it's like, gosh, you brought in, like, what gloom? Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> or the opposite. Have Kills you ever been in, in someone's house and you're like, wow, I just feel great here and you don't want to leave? And I guess it's like that feeling, you know, gosh, you're such a, you know, breath of fresh air. You just, that person that walks in and just shifts everything. Yeah. Because of their energy. That's an energy thing. And so if you're not in that space of being able to walk in the room and, and lift everybody, you need energetic self-care. Well, that, to me just clearly makes, just clears it up, gives me so much clarity. And if anyone's listening, okay, that makes sense. I mean, you don't have to be a woo-woo spiritual person to even understand that. I think everyone. Yeah, that's why we have these good vibe t-shirts. Yeah, I think that's, that's I'm something not wearing one. So when we say energetic self-care, so we understand energy. So where does the self-care come in? Why do we, you know, what are the ways, yeah. like, uh, you know, 
how do you get started and where do you begin? How do I start with my energetic self-care? Yeah, there's there's definitely a growing um, thought, and you can call them metaphysicians, if you will, um, where they believe that any physical illness starts energetically. And we could be heading towards a world where we treat energetically before we treat physically. So there is this thought or growing movement, if you will, that has people thinking that we need to clear our energy field before we go and treat the physical ailments because the physical ailments are a manifestation of those energetic clouds in your field, if you will. So if you're carrying trauma or if you're carrying pain or if you're carrying you know, a disease, there's that thought of certain metaphysicians and metaphysical spiritual uh, leaders out there that says that's where we need to work on first before you go and do the physical. Now, that's something I can't prove right now, but there's definitely, if you've ever been to a spiritual retreat or to a trauma, you'll hear these unbelievable stories that people can shrink tumors through energy, through thought form, through, and, and, and I think it's not, when I say thought form, it's like, well, can my mind change a, a tumor? Yes and no. There's aspects to it. You know, you certainly need to change your thought to, I can allow this to happen. Or, you know, or you can just have that thought that I'm going to be well, I'm not going to die, and just keep talking to your body that way. That's a start. But we also need to think broader and wider that there's perhaps this whole time in our lives, in this time of being human on the planet, where energy is becoming more of a, I would say, a aspect of that we need to take into consideration. And that's why we started energetic self-care and started thinking about energetic self-care. You know, you could be in illness or you can just be like where I was in grief and I just needed to work through it and working through it from energetic point of view. So depending on yeah. where you are in your life, I mean, it could be grief, it could be trauma, it could be a breakup. Um, it could be it finding could, your purpose. Yes, it could be, yes, I wanting, yeah, finding love, your next partner, mm. or whatever mm. it may be. You could use energetic self-care as, is it like a tool, you would say? Like a, it's part I think of your... it's, it's not a tool. I would say it's a tool, it's a practice, it's a way of life right? It just depends on how much you want to embrace it, right? Mm -hmm. So if, you, if you're just like, well, I don't know if necessarily believe this. This is all mumbo jumbo, mm -hmm. woo-woo craziness. Well, that's fine. You're on, you're on automatic default, and that's great. I applaud it. That's where you are. But if you're someone who's like, oh, I get what these two sisters are talking about, then let's go and, and do a soul stretch on this and, and, and change some beliefs or open your mind into something that is potentially possible. You know, we were talking on the beach yesterday about, well, we were talking about many things, but one of the things- <laughs> We were we, manifesting hard, <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> we were, but we were also talking about what it, might, what it might've been like on this planet when people were shifting from the world is flat to the world is round. Right. Mm -hmm. And what that must have felt like, like, oh, you're crazy to think this. We're flat. And people going, no, we're round. You're going to get in a ship. Really? You're going to go out there. That yeah. Is crazy. You're going to fall off. The... Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think we're at that straight state, that same time mm -hmm. in, on this planet where energy is important. 
energetic self-care is so important, almost more important than your physical fitness. It's your spiritual fitness, you know? I find that, you know, in my learnings of all this, this energetic self-care, I mean, I personally, I notice it. I use it in my teachings. I use it parenting in my relationships. I mean, I know when I've said something oh, that wasn't, didn't come from a place of generosity or it was a little negative. Just like, okay, regroup, course correct, let's, fi- let's fix that. And let's really kind of come from that place of better energy. Mm-hmm. And when you put that energy out there, like, oh, I got a better, you know, I received something. Oh, it worked better for me. So it's already working, whatever yeah. you put out yeah. and it comes back. Right. Um, so we are doing a little bit of that without yeah. really understanding what energetic self-care is. And I think we're at this time where we're learning more and more. You know, we're at a really cool time on this planet where – Science, technology, and esoteric wisdom—the you know what we know from the indigenous um, populations on on tribes on this planet—it's all converging, mm. and it's validating each other, and it's super super cool. Well, everyone's sharing things right now. I mean, it's—I mean, I think if you're open to the spirituality, you're already working on yourself. First of all, I mean, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. If you're open to it. First step, okay, I'm allowing, as we like, that's our favorite word, allowing. And then when you, I mean, I want to kind of touch upon your ultimate energetic self-care guide because, you know, we are the Sisters of Soul Shape and we have an app where healing practitioners can list their services. But some people don't, we were talking about where to begin, how do I start? Well, what what are these modalities? That's another key word. What are the modalities? Yeah. And so we have this energetic self-care guide, and there's 120 modalities. There's still things in here. I have no clue, Leslie. I'm still yeah. learning myself. Yeah. But yes, of course I know what Reiki is and an oracle or a tarot reading. I even know what past life regression is and Akashic record. And I might be saying some things to some of you out there, out there who are like, I don't know what even chakra or chakra healing is or... The list I remember on. that. I remember I'm like, I had a hard time saying the word chakra. Well, there's schools of thought, you know, there's two different schools on yeah. how to pronounce it, but we won't get into that. Um, but I highly recommend when you visit our site, um, soulshape.app, just scroll down the page and you'll be able to download for free the ultimate energetic self-care guide and just read it and learn about all these different modalities and maybe one will resonate with you and then you can find a healer that offers that in a healing service. Um, I find that there's so many, even the life coaches um, are very intuitive. There's, Mm. you know, they're guides. It's, you know, a lot about self-care in the energy world. It's, um, but then there's stuff that, like you said, Eastern medicine, very, you know, old school. Like, I mean, Leslie, I don't even know. I mean, yes, I've heard, I mean, between astrology and numerology, but I I don't know. It's like almost like, should I just pick one? And you want to like maybe just touch upon one that maybe you had an experience with when you were on your healing journey and just might have given you a shift or a change? Well, I think, you know, when I was, after losing my husband, Bill, um, you know, the first thing I think when anyone loses, there's this inherent, like, are they okay? Mm -hmm. It's the weirdest thing because everyone I've met who's, they just want to know their loved one is okay. And yeah. it's the strangest phenomenon. They're dead. Yeah. But if you believe in some of the spiritual stuff, there is no end, right? It's kind of goes Einstein, energy's created, it's not created nor destroyed, right? So if you think of our soul as energy, he's here. He's just not in physical form, right? He may not be right here in this room, but he's he still exists in some form or fashion. And so when I 
started on the journey, my first start was with psychics and mediums. I used them at first to connect to Bill to see if he was okay. But then I sort of used them as sages or fortune tellers to see what's possible. I wanted to know what my next was because I had the story written that Bill and I would grow old together. And when I lost him, I didn't know what I wanted to do next. I just didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so they told me what was possible. Like, okay, well, what do you see me going? Where's my next job? What, you know, who am I going to love again? If I'm ever going to love again, you know, where do you see me living? And so I used them, even though I didn't necessarily follow any of it or some of it um, and some of it I'm doing now, but it was to know what was possible. So even though it gives you hope. Yeah. And I know when I talked to people, there was fear like, oh, they're going to you know, tell me my death. No, they don't do that. Yeah, they would going to never die? do no. that. <laughs> and if they do that, then get another psychic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, but, but, you know, I like to know what's possible. I believe in possibilities, mm-hmm. right? Because we're on this planet and everything is possible, right? So that was kind of cool because it allowed me to think beyond my grief. So I would say that was my first step. Then I kind of wanted to know, why the hell I was here. Yeah. And so um, that led me to Dr. Michael Newton's work. Um, and he has a book called Journey of the Souls, which is something that talks about that period between lives. So if you believe that we reincarnate over and over, and, and if you don't, that's okay too. But, um, you know, you would go from, let's say I'm going from Leslie, but previously I might have been, you know, a blacksmith in the West you know, or before that, maybe I was in, you know, fighting the Revolutionary War, whatever. But there's that period before I reincarnate as Leslie where I had this between lives. And after our mom died, I did that. But I had did it without reading the book. But I wanted to know because I always felt very close to Wait, mom. Wait, you went in just cold? Did you not know that? No, I remember you telling me this, but this is before I even knew what that was. And I was like, wait, where is yeah. she going? But like, you just go, you went in it's like when you go, in, I don't want to say haunted house, isn't that awful? But like, a, <laughs> but going somewhere, you just don't know what to expect at all. You just went in. Well, I kind of knew about Between Lives Regression because I've listened to Shirley MacLaine. You know, she was talking and she was crazy in what, the 80s? People laughed at her. But I had, I had heard, you know, listened to her and heard her story and the person that she did her regressions with. And I had also heard Dr. Michael Newton on, on the radio like five years before mom died. So... I thought it as a way to understand death because when she died, I struggled with her death. Like some of those end of life decisions that we were making, I was struggling with. So I figured if I went into the between lives, I'd kind of understand purpose. Like why, why was she supposed to go and all that sort of stuff, which, you know, when I did that, it's a four hour hypnotic session. They're intense. Um, and I wasn't quite as polished in my meditation then. So it really probably didn't go as deep as I could have, but I got one thing out of it. And that was when it's your time, it's your time. And that helped me when Bill passed because I did have to make the life support decision. And I remember doing that. But let me fast forward to a time where, you know, I was ready to go back and do a between life's regression because what I learned in the first one was Billy was in my soul group. And if And let me back up on what that means, right? That's your question. What is a soul group? What is your soul group, Leslie? (laughs) 
So, Dr. Michael Newton. He, Am I in your soul group? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're not. I know. It's, isn't that weird? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Anyway. On this planet, I am. You are? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We digress. Go ahead. Sorry, I, I, I do love you, Laura. Do I you do love you. Too. Okay, are you feeling like you're no, not no, love moment? No, I'm just being silly. Okay, all this right. is our first time doing a podcast, so here we are. Just like we got a we're riffing, we're riffing. Okay, and we're told thank you, Signal Fire Media, for allowing us just to be ourselves, right? So, all right, okay, <laughs> nice plug for Signal Fire Media. Okay, <laughs> anyway, so so in in Dr. Michael Newton's work, getting us back on topic. Yes, um, you know he he regressed like. 5,000, 10,000 people, a lot of people in the thousands. And what he learned, because these people didn't know each other, and, and what he, he got reoccurring themes, and one of them is we have a soul group that we reincarnate over and over to, oh. to learn. Okay, now I get it. All to, right. To learn lessons. All right. So um, do you remember Mark? I do remember one of her first boyfriends. <laughs> my first love. <laughs> um Adult love. I had my I had my puppy love guy. But anyway, my my first love, Mark. He was in my soul group, and so was Billy. But and there's others that have yet to come forward, which is interesting. Which means I won't meet them, or I will meet them. But anyway, this is like a roundabout story, and I, I apologize to those that are listening. I hope <laughs> you're <time>. following. <laughs> anyway, so so we have a soul group that's over, you know, that we reincarnate over and over. Now. If you read the book, Journey of the Souls, you'll learn that sometimes you'll partner with other soul, group, soul groups or, you know, you'll partner with, you know, maybe we'll partner with social, you know, signal file media on something kind of like that. You know, you do these little partnerships. They work for a time. And I mean, then you Rob can be part of our soul group and we don't even know it. It could be. Wow, Rob, get ready. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so, you know, I learned that Bill was in my in my soul group. So when he passed, I knew that we had arranged that, but I didn't know it at the time because I was still in light consciousness when he passed. Mm. But that, you know, again, as you're building your sort of energetic self-care plan, you're not going to get, yeah. it's not like you do 10 reps of, you know, biceps and you're fixed, you know, but it's, it's, you're, you're, you're creating a field. And my field was to understand what energy was and to understand that there is no end, there is no beginning. And that took a big stretch. And that's comforting, right? That made you feel a lot better? It ad actually made me more, both. It made me more curious and it made me feel better. And then in feeling better, I wanted to know more. I mean, because everyone, we all, we, we lose loved ones we all do. the time. Yeah. And how we manage, how we cope with it. Um, you know, we have church, we have family, there's support groups. Talk therapy. Talk therapy. But energetic self-care, I don't think a lot of, I'm assuming a lot of people don't say that's the first thing they would go to. Like, oh, my gosh, and I, I got to go to an oracle or go to a past life I, regression well, I or a psychic. But I wouldn't, I didn't know it was called, I was working on energy then. Mm -hmm. I was working on trying to put together the pieces to forge a way to stay on planet. And these were just some of the tools. And then I went to, um, like, listen to Carolyn Mace and do some of her mm -hmm. soul work or, you know, Joe Dispenza, um, you know, he's really about creating the future. And I was, I remember when I first listened to him speak, I'm like, I know what you're saying, but I'm not, I'm still in pain. I can't shift it quite yet. And I wasn't ready for him. But when I did, man, did that skyrocket my healing. Because he's, you got to rewire, right? It's all about yeah. rewiring your thought, your whole yeah. habitual thoughts. And um, yeah, I dig it. But it's also, I mean, I'm like, whoa, that is 
it's it's work, but I'm learning also. No, it's not work. It's not a battle. Allow it. So it's um, I don't know. The minute you become open to all this, yeah, it really is. Um, it is easy. It really is. It's wondrous, actually. I before that easy because you know you listen to Esther Hicks, right? Mm -hmm. And it's all about, you know, getting into the vortex, you know, the five steps that she repeats over and over for decades. Man, when you're in the vortex, it's the best. I mean, gosh, everything's going your way. Everything's flowing. Everything's happening for you. Everything is working out. Even when it's not working out, it's working out because it's just you're in that flow, in that vibe. And that's energy. I just, yeah, I I definitely feel it and, and appreciate it when that happens. And But I'm also human. I don't even want to say the but and the things happen, but it's just like, it's nice to know and understand these things and to um, go back to it, grab the book, remind yourself, take that walk on the beach, meditate about it. And that's, I would call that soul stretching. I do a lot of soul stretching. <laughs> I mean, that's my, because I, it's a shift. It's a, you're shifting your beliefs. And when you shift your beliefs, you're stretching your mind, you're stretching your heart, you're stretching your, you know, your energy, right? Because mm -hmm. when you're in the flow, it's very expansive. You're not crunched you know you're 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 expansive yeah and 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 when you reach out you get stuff beyond your wildest dreams yeah like you know so there's no but it's just a shift I remember like the littlest thing this is just a quirky little story it's like you know when you know your partner or just anyone is late to arrival they're late and you're kind of like they're late this is we have to be it's you know it's making you mad. And so when the, you're going to waste energy when they arrive late, where have you been? Blah, blah, blah. I decided like then and there when someone just arrives, I just immediately go, I am so glad you are finally here. Just to shift it to like, I'm happy you're here. I'm happy to see you because I really wanted you to be here mm -hmm. versus like wasting the negative energy. You've wasted my time. You know, what are you I'm doing? Just, oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. And even the like, look on their faces was like, you know, when someone's like, it's like. Oh, you come in with some shame. Oh, I do it in my teaching because I also, you know, teach kids, as you yeah. know. And when they come in, I mean, they. I'm sure their parents on the way, oh, you're late, you should, you know, who knows what they've been saying yeah. to them in the car. Yeah. And so the minute they walk in, I just, my job above anything is I just want to create ease for them and comfort and belonging. It's like, this is a place that's a safe environment for you. And so when they come in, I'm, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so happy you finally made it. Have a seat, you know, versus like, oh God, you know, I just, it's, it's welcoming and that feels great. Yeah, my class starts at 11. I've closed the doors at 11, you're out. I mean, mind you, know. you I mean, and I'm, I'm always, I guess I'm going to be referencing Rob, who has this military background. I mean, time, you guys, military is all about time. I mean, and that's respect and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. I've had employers that say, if you're not five minutes early, you're late. But out of respect, I try to meet that. But I also just, I don't know, I guess my motto, motto of life is I want to make everyone feel their best. You know, that's... You know, we all have our, whatever our superpowers are, I want people to feel good. Can I change that too? You set an intention? Please. You just set an intention. So, don't make me cry, Leslie. <laughs> I get all sensitive. Um, so that makes me feel good. No, you set an intention. And so that creates a field. So let's play on this, right? So if I have an intention that I want everyone to feel welcome, mm -hmm. and I act that way through words, through you know, in that that emotion of inviting people in. And I can see you getting teary. I know, that's I love so it. great. But, you know, that's setting a field, right? You know, just like if you if you went into a home where the parents were arguing all the time, you know, that sets a field. Yeah. And whether 
you are participating in it because you're one of the parents or mm-hmm. you're a child or a visitor or a friend or you know whatever you can you're in that field and that affects your field so yeah. it's you know there's cascading ribbons that we don't see yet I know we will, and I can't wait for the scientists to get there. (laughs) Well, some of it's already happening. I mean, Harvard's done studies. Everyone knows, oh, if you practice gratitude, you'll have a happier life. If you are exercising Mm -hmm. and taking care of your body and nutrition and all that, that's creating a field. Yes. Right? Because you're creating a field of health. Mm -hmm. And so even though you're doing it in the physical form, you're also doing it in the energetic form. We just don't know it. We're not conscious of it. And so that's why we're trying to get these soulful conversations (laughs) about you know, the field that we're creating. And if we can do it consciously as opposed to being on automatic pilot, mm-hmm. just imagine what this world could be like. There are so many possibilities, yeah. Leslie. I mean, um, we, I do want to touch upon techniques to choosing a modality. So mm. we, we're talking about, you know, energetic self-care. And we're, like um, where do I start? Yeah, and I mentioned the guide on our, on our, on our, yeah. on our, on our, on our website. Um, and how you can look through that and kind of see something that resonates with you. Because um, how, you know. It's overwhelming, yeah, right? How, I remember I, feeling like, overwhelmed. Uh, 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 but how do you even, what are, what's a technique to choose? Someone might say, I mean, sometimes, I mean, I like to go, I mean, personally, sometimes if I'm going into a, a mystical shop or, or, I mean, it could be anything where it's just a conversation with someone and someone mm. shares something with mm. you and go, I did this crazy, I did this crazy experience. It's crazy, guys. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. But, oh, my gosh, now I have clarity. Oh, my gosh, now I feel better. Actually, I used to have a back pain all the time, and now it's gone. Like, my whole life I had this, like, and it's just gone. Yeah. So when someone shares something like that yeah. after they've gone to the doctor over yeah. again, we love our doctors, we love our hospitals, but at the same time, you want to try something different. Yeah. Um, when you someone says that to you, you're like, okay, I want to try that. It's like anyone that's been on a diet, like, how yeah. did you lose your 30 pounds? You look great. So yeah. you want to hear about it. Um, so when someone share personally, when someone shares something with me, I'm like, I'd like to try that. Um, but let's say you're just on your own. How, what's a technique to, to choose one? Let's say. I think, well, I, if let's say you are a friend and you came to me and asked, well, how do I choose? Right. I think I would start by saying, um, what is it that's going on? What's going on with you? I would start there. Like for me, it was grief, right? So another friend, it might be fighting disease or another one goes, you know, I was I was raped by my dad or whatever, mm. you know, or whatever it is. And there's some horrendous stories out there. I yeah, mean, for sure. Horrendous stories. Um, I would go. And so th- then you kind of go, well, what part of that needs to get healed? Okay. Right. So for me, it was trying to find a reason to stay on planet. And I started with connecting with Bill, then connecting with possibilities and then connected on getting rid of the pain, and then connected, you know, of, of the grief, of the loss, so healing my heart. Then I discovered I didn't love myself because Bill loved me so hard that mm-hmm. I, I had neglected that aspect of myself, so I started working on all myself, self-worth, self-love, um, you know, and so it just, and, and you don't, and they're not linear. Like, you don't go, okay, fix this, then I fix this, then fix this. I think it goes with whatever your next is. So you can't, I would strongly suggest to people not to compare, like that's those stories, like, oh, that she got results, mm-hmm. so if I go to this person, I'll get results. Right. That's That can be true, yeah. but it may not be right because 
sometimes the issue is never the issue, right? Sometimes we need to go deeper. So like for me, the pain was probably more self-love than the loss. Yeah. It was just masking as the loss of Bill. So to get started, I think you kind of have to, I would start with just journaling. Like what and is Leslie, it? Leslie, that's deep. That's huge. That's oh, so that deep. took me years. <laughs> and I don't want to scare anyone off, but it took me years. Well, I would expect, I mean, grief, is, it doesn't, well, you we, can't, we loved anywhere, each other and, pretty hard. And a week later, a month, oh, feeling better? I mean, no. Oh. It's just like, it just, it does take time. You know, I had a boss after three months go, you should be over it by now. Yes, that's mm. just, that's just not hated that nice. guy. That's rude, actually. Anyway. <laughs> um, but that's someone that, hasn't, I know, <laughs> someone that hasn't gone through that. And But you know what, Leslie, there's also some grace. Some people don't know how to even talk to people who've gone through that. It's it's yeah. hard. Yeah. And then they well, avoid think, you or well, something. I think the other part is, is how to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. And this is a whole other topic about self-betrayal, because that's if you're not honest with yourself, you're betraying yourself. And that's a whole other topic for another podcast. But you asked the question, how do I get started? And I would get started with just sort of, you know, reaching in and kind of going, what is it that I need to address? And sometimes the issue is not the issue. So maybe you want to start with a life coach because they'll help unravel it. There are a lot of intuitive mm -hmm. life coaches out there and on Soul Shape. Um, where they can help work through those problems to get to the root mm -hmm. of what it is. Um, if you just want to just say, where you know, are my chakras balanced just because mm -hmm. you're curious? Yeah. And start there because sometimes it's just curiosity. You're not really necessarily fixing anything. You're just right. like, hey, I'm just, I'm just out here. I want to, I'm into this stuff. I just you know, want to do something. I want to experience it because I think what, what really shifts people yeah. are these crazy experiences. And I know people get triggered by the word crazy, but w there's no real good vocabulary to embrace the woo. Embrace the woo. Embrace the woo. It's unusual. It's different. It's it's something that's mind blowing. You know, that's all what we're using crazy for, not as a label of someone. No, it's, no. It's, is it crazy when all of a sudden we're talking about our father who passed and a rainbow appears? It's not crazy. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a gift. But we call it crazy because of the weird synchronicity. Is it gift? Is it timing? Is it the universe? It's just like thank you. Did I miss a rainbow? There was a lot. We had a lot of flipping rainbows over the past two weekends. It's been gorgeous oh, here. So right. <laughs> it was the strawberry moon. Clearly, evening. I didn't see them. <laughs> I was like, oh, there. Um, but then, anyway, anyway, let's get started. I know we're just chatty. Anyway, so I would just sort of start with where are you, and and so you you'll have to barometer test that. Um, so if you're, if it's really serious and trauma, you know, obviously talk to a mental health, you know, professional, sure. but you could double down and, and also talk to an intuitive life coach. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a big believer of blending Western and Eastern medicine. I like the double down. That's relatable. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just like, you know, when you date a guy, you get a little piece of something of what you don't want from a relationship, you yeah. know, like, oh, I don't like the, you know. Yeah. There's. Yeah, so it's kind of like you get a little bit from Western, you get a little bit of Eastern, and then you can create your own own path, your own decisions. Your, and that's taking control of, of you and your energy field. So that's the intention. Yeah, and I think you can also do it intuitively. We all have that intuitive soul muscle. We just don't know how to use it. We haven't really practiced it. But you know when you're in the right place. You know when you're in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. You just got to learn to trust that. Right. 
And that's also another soul muscle, that trust soul muscle. I think human beings do that all the time more than they know. Like at an airport when we're traveling. Yeah. <laughs> My God. I mean, talk about yeah. a place where like, should I go? Should I take that flight, that earlier one? Yeah. Later? <laughs> and so let's just keep it simple. Yeah. I think just go where you're interested. Something will resonate. Mm -hmm. And if something resonates, trust it. Because, you, I mean, it's just one session. And if it works, it's great. If not, you'll learn something that will help you decide on, on what's next. And sometimes it's not even a huge commitment. It could be mm -hmm. something as simple as an oracle reading. Yep. Someone, you know, I just want to have a question. Am I on the right path? Am I, yeah. am I, do I need to remove myself from, like, it could be a simple question. Do yeah. I need, what do I need to course correct? Or what, yeah. in, in the cards, it's just a start different, a conversation. It start a conversation. It, I think of it as a different perspective. So that's what I think. And as uh, uh, okay, so the intention, sorry about that. So we have um, an intention, and then from the intention, then it's choosing the modality. Yeah, I mean, that's how I pick, because at the time, there wasn't a lot of information on this stuff when I, back in 2014. I mean, that's not very long. That's, you're it's about not very long ago, but Laura Jean, it's almost. That's my real name, Laura Jean. 20. <laughs> 2014. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's like it's less than 10 years ago. I mean, I would think, I mean, it's been around though forever. I mean, we have, a, it has, our but... mom raised us with astrology, law of attractions, and I mean, so many spiritual things and it's been around, but you're right. It's maybe it's maybe because we have the internet now. So <laughs> maybe that's why it's more the internet. The internet has been helpful. Yeah. So I think it could be as simple or, or as deep as you want it to be. Mm -hmm. And I think I always went with what resonated, like what made me curious, what got me excited, what made me curious. Mm -hmm. So that's how I initially chose. And then as you get deeper into this and want to know more, then then feel free to play. And then you say like construct a, in the in the guide, you say construct your team like your um well, it depends. You're, like, you're, you're, what's it called? The Justice League. <laughs> I, <laughs> like a Justice League. Yeah, I call it my spiritual soul team, you know, uh, because I put together, like when I got triggered by things, right? Because, you know, as you heal from grief, there's there might be something that triggers you, right? And then you're in a tailspin, mm -hmm. right? For me, I it, it was years to get over the life support decision. And so I would have a, a, a someone I would go to to help me unravel that one. Or I had someone where I was looking for possibilities, like I'm stuck, you know, do I need to move? Do I need to quit my job? I would go somewhere else for that. So it just depends. So I would, I have my team of, of people that I go to regularly. And, and when I say regularly, I mean when I'm triggered or when I feel clogged or when my energy feels, energy field feels stuck, I know who to reach out to. And do you think like having tools helps? Like for instance, I'm, I'm holding up one of my favorite crystals, you know, yeah. For sure, there are yeah. tools out there, and I think that's a whole separate podcast because we yeah. can go through tools um, by the, by themselves or even equipment. There's a lot of cool energy healing equipment like the harmonic egg or float, those float meditations. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about those in upcoming podcasts. Well, in general, I just think it's also it's a lot of fun just to explore it. You know, it's something new and it's something different for some, and um, I mean... Not only fun, but it's healing. It is healing. It is healing and expansive, right? So, I mean, I know I'm a much different person than I was in 2014. Oh, for sure. I'm a lot happier, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I'm a lot. Do I dare say cooler? <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, you're so much, you are more, you are, yeah. I'm just going to say it. 
You can say it. She's cooler. So much cooler. Because, yeah, you were very serious. I was very serious. Yeah, see, she admits it. She was very serious. I am still kind of serious. love our siblings. I'm still kind of serious, but. No, it's good. It's good. We, we need that, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like we should, we're getting close here to, to, to wrapping it up. This was our introduction. You guys, this is our first episode of the Soul Shape podcast, and we just really wanted to introduce ourselves. We wanted to introduce our, our business, the Soul Shape app, because it's all about healing and sharing modalities and allowing healing practitioners to be found. Um, so thank you, Leslie Bennett. I should add too. thank you're welcome first, but I should also add that we do vet these practitioners. Absolutely. So if you have concerns with trust, like are, are they like sham artists? No. The word charlatan? No. Um, we vet heavily and because yeah. these are, um, we want to make sure that, heart. I mean, yeah, because you, you are, when, when you go to an energy healer, you're actually pretty vulnerable, right? You're sharing some of your most intimate traumas, your most intimate fears. Yeah. We haven't talked about fear today, but fears, phobias, all that, you know, that is scary stuff, yeah. right? And, of course, we want to be healed from them, but we're also shamed by them in some, in some cases, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that when you put your soul into someone else's hands, that they're good hands to be in. And so anyone you have on Soul Shape, you know, is someone that we would go to. Yeah. And if something has a bad experience, you can reach out to and us. And most of them. be interested to know what happened. Because right now we're, our business is, is new and starting. And so yeah. we have, I mean, I've got, I've got to experience every mm -hmm. one of them. <laughs> and that's part of the vetting as well. So um, as we wrap it up, Again, thank you, Leslie Bennett. Thank you, Signal Fire Media, and to all our listeners for listening to Two Sisters. We're on our journey uh, for our startup company, soulshape.app, and we just believe that wellness starts within. We also know you can unlock unlimited possibilities with energetic healing, so embrace the woo, dabble, dive, or discover your next healing experience on the Soul Shape app. And we hope you enjoyed this soulful stretch. That's right. Soulful stretch. And see how serious she is. I thought you were going to like join <laughs> oh, okay, in. I'll, the stretch. Soulful, I'll stretch with you. Stretch. And well, for those that yes. didn't see that, she stretched and I, I didn't. I know. I'm having fun. Okay, we're and, stretching. Um, okay, and join us again for another magical, soulful, energetic <laughs> healing conversation on the Soul Shape podcast. Thank you so much. And don't forget to download the ultimate energetic self-care guide. And for those that can see it, it looks like this. It's so cool to have. So thank you, everybody. And... This is the Soul Shape Podcast. I'm LJ Woodard and I'm Leslie Bennett. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>